Today's episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by the amazing charitable organization, Love Your Melon. Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today, we're gonna get this song stuck in your head. Or maybe make everything awesome. So play with your favorite childhood toy. And feel that insane existential pain that is stepping on a Lego. Because today, we're bringing you The Lego Movie 2, the second part. The Lego Movie 2 was released on February 8th. The second part. The second part <laughs> was released on February 8th, 2019. That was just five days ago of this, as of this recording. Uh, it was on a $99 million budget and it actually tanked the box office. I know this was something I was more excited about than anything else this year, but it only made $34.5 million worldwide opening weekend. Uh, the note here says, holy Fortnite. That's insane. Uh, but it did get an 85% critic rating and a 79% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 65 on Metacritic. Quick question, Ethan. How many people were at the theater when you saw this? Um, at least 40. There were two. It was me and my father-in-law. No, it was me and my girlfriend and a bunch of families. I saw it at 9.15 though. Yeah, so. I, I saw it at uh, 4 o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> So, so I, I'm kind of jealous that you had that. But before we get into all of this, I do want to talk about if if this show, Bacon and Eggs, brings value to your life on a daily basis or on a weekly basis or what have you, we want you to be able to give back to us so that we can give back to you value for value, a shared proposition. So we've actually restructured our Patreon as of today, the release of this episode, some highlights to what has changed. Used to be at the $3 tier, you'd get a shout out early in the episode. We found that we weren't doing a very good job of keeping up with those and it wasn't a good long lasting value for value proposition. We have changed that $3 tier to be entrance into our Discord server. That's right, you so heard that right folks we have made it er easier than ever to join our discord server people love it people are finding it amazing we have so much fun there we have so many great conversations and it's easier than ever before three dollars a month gets you access to the discord server if you're still listening to this episode go on your phone and click safari or google chrome whatever you got go to bacon and eggs at patreon patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and listen this is really only for you if this show gives you more value than one cup of coffee because that's really all we're asking for at that three dollar tier what discord is is it's an opportunity to join a chat room with ethan myself and a bunch of bacon and eggs fans to have really clear consistent conversations our server's not too big that it's impossible to navigate ethan and i are in there every single day anytime we run stats on the server it is always that ethan and i are the ones that talk more than anyone else that's a great opportunity to get to chat with us on a regular basis now because we've put that at the three dollar level the five dollar level has become our bonus content episode and as of today our first bonus episode of bacon and eggs has come out it's about a 45 minute episode with seamus gorman it was a challenge to uh recreate an episode of my brother my brother and me which is a podcast that we're all big fans of uh and we we recorded it as you know my bacon my eggs my seamus uh, and it is a lot of fun bonus content like that is going to be coming out every single week on thursday Thursdays with the episodes. Uh, additionally, some other notes just on what has changed. Uh, we used to do two Hangouts per month. We will now only be doing one Google Hangout per month. Uh, the $50 tier will get you access to that Hangout as a live member on camera. Those for now will be public. 
so they will be shared on YouTube and there will be a constant stream of people. So if you've wanted more Bacon and Eggs content, uh, once a month there will be a Google Hangout two hours long that you can watch with us. And we have added something I'm very excited about for $100 a month, a quarterly Bacon and Eggs merch giveaway. So every three months you will receive in the mail something from Bacon and Eggs that is exclusive to you. We ask for as much information when you pledge this amount as possible because we want to tailor an item for you that is a perfect gift just for you. And this isn't just going to be t-shirts and hats. This is going to be watches or rings or buttons or whatever backpacks. it is that you want. Backpacks. Whatever it is that you want, we want to be able to make sure that we can give you that very unique experience with the podcast. And that is if you have the means available and would like to support the show at that level. Thank you so much for supporting Bacon and Eggs. And thank you even more for listening to this episode. Ethan, do you have anything to add? I was just going to say between those two episodes or between those two tiers as well, the, the, the kind of baseline and the kind of top line, we've got a lot of other great stuff you could check out a lot of it's changed a lot of it stayed the same just visit patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and you can see everything that we've done everything to try to get you guys involved more and to try to give you more of what you want and so that we can continue to make the show I mean, we don't do this for a greedy reason to be completely honest with you i'm about to have a child myself and and patreon makes a huge difference in our lives and allows us to continue to make bacon and eggs and give it the best quality possible uh one final note if you are a previous patron of bacon and eggs and uh one of the tiers that you were pledged to before has changed or gone away uh you will still get that previous tier unless it is two hangouts per month we are moving to one google hangout per month and there's nothing else i can do about and if that. for whatever reason we haven't fulfilled your tier or you feel like you have not quite got the great end of the stick to shoot us a dm we were happy to make everything right um just some stuff has kind of gotten lost along the way thank you so much again so getting back to let's the talk about this movie the second part this is one of my favorite movies to talk about i don't know if it's one of my favorite movies ever but one of my favorite movies to talk about do you have a positive review no or a negative review? you, you have, have a, negative a positive review. review i have a positive review man it's been like probably 40 weeks since we started doing that one day you are going to remember which review you're supposed to do <laughs> uh yeah but you know just so we're all clear i can read <laughs> Just so we're all... Listen, I put cream in my coffee because I love myself. If uh, you want to... Oh, hold on, real quick. One last plug for the Patreon. If you want to hear Tyler Carlin declare on recording that he can't read, go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs, sign up for the $5 tier and get access to the hangout or the, the show we just did with Seamus where Tyler declared, I can't read. Did I really? You did. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Those words <laughs> flew forth from your mouth like, um, like a butterfly. Do you have the negative review? I, I think do. I see I can't believe you didn't go for Adam Graham, but I see you went for James. I didn't think Adam Graham said enough. If that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, he didn't say enough. That was the thing is Adam Graham of the Detroit News said Lego 2 is like stepping on a Lego, but that doesn't really say anything. Okay. So I went with James Bernadelli of Real Views who said, by this point, I think I've had enough of the Lego movies. These things can only go so far and I think they may have exceeded their natural lifespan. What do you think? I will save my comments for after I hear your review and we give a binary. So Joe Morgenstern, Morgenstern, Morgenstern. Say that five times fast. Joe Morgenstern from the Wall Street Journal uh, is not who I want to read. T.K. Burton from Pajiba is who I do want to read. Emmett is still a sweet, adorably goofy hero who never quite has what it takes. And Banks is brilliant as Lucy, the real brains and bronze of the operation who grows increasingly frustrated with her friend's relentless optimism. I think T.K. here really only watched the first act of the whole. Um, agree or disagree? Agree. 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 Absolute agree. Yeah. Hard <laughs> that's agree. Not, that's not how I the rest do of want the to point out something real out. quick. I do want to point out something real quick. This is a sequel, okay? This is a sequel, and the New Yorker liked it. 
It did. Anthony Lane said, viewers reared on the Lego movie will find plenty to nourish them anew. The New Yorker liked this movie. But it was Anthony Lane. He's, he, he is not uncommonly a sequel appreciator. No, he just doesn't hate all movies. Anthony Lane does not love sequels. Except for, except for, except for Incredibles 2, which we talked about with Will Ashen. If you have not read that review since, holy Fortnite. Uh, here's the truth about Anthony Lane. He pretty much always lines up with the tomatometer, according to what I'm reading right now. Does he? One notable exception, and I bring this up, I did not see it, but I've only heard that it is the best movie you could watch in 2019. Uh, if Beale Street could talk 94% That was 2018, review, but okay. It says 2019 here. Right, but it is, it is a 2018 movie. It was eligible for the 2018 Oscar season. That sucks. I'm sorry to hear that if Beale Street could talk. Anyway, 94% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, certified fresh, rot from Anthony Lane. That sucks. I mean, poor, poor Anthony Lane. I mean, poor, poor Beale, Beale Street. Street could talk. Yeah. No, people love that movie. Um, I've definitely I've, heard I've it's heard one of the... all of film Twitter I have spoken to. Yeah, absolutely. Movie. They all loved it. This year's Oscar season is just going to be an entire cluster fortnight. I'm not entirely sure if I can say more than that right now. I don't know if I could either. Tell me, Ethan Bynum, area of you lego movie 2 the second part it's a zero it's a zero. Oh my god i hate that i have to say this. it's a zero you don't need to see it you just don't you, you just don't do okay so so it. here's the thing is we said the same thing about um about black panther right where like i get that it is an awesome movie you have to see black panther right, correct 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 but yeah, like okay. my perspective on the lego movie 2 is very similar to my perspective on black panther um the lego movie 2 is a very good movie that is a hundred percent not made for me oh it's for children it well first of all yeah this one is for children a lot more than the first one was but this one is for siblings oh i have siblings but i'm the youngest so I was the little girl in this story. I I could not care about that storyline. I tried. I tried. I, because I just don't, I don't have it in my life. Like, I didn't have a younger sister that tried to butt in. It did not exist for me. I didn't have the problem of sharing. I didn't have the problem of parents that wanted to take my Legos away because I couldn't share. My parents were like, have more Legos. Please build things. Please expand your mind and do great things with the world. I, I actually completely understood where my Rudolph's character was coming from. I didn't at all. And, and, and I, th I thought she did a great job. I, I, like, from an objective standpoint, I can see why I was supposed to like it, why it was supposed to tug at my heartstrings in ways that it just didn't. And it's it's just one of the things where like the, the, the movie is not for me. The movie is not made for me. But this one, I, I, I honestly think Scott Nicewander said it better than anybody. And he said that it is just a toy commercial and nothing more. The first one was a toy commercial that made you feel things. This one is a toy commercial selling you on why you should feel things. I left wanting to buy Lego. I, I, am, a, I am a soon to be father. Right? Right. I've never wanted Lego more than I do right For now. sure. For sure. It is a great movie. I completely get it. I understand it. I liked it. It just, it was, it was kind of, for me, it was kind of missing something. It didn't, it didn't, it wasn't. Do you I, know what it wasn't missing? What? Let me ask you what it wasn't missing. What wasn't it missing? GIFs, 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 GIFs of raptors saying things raptors wouldn't say. Oh yeah, that was that was great. Never was never so, got old. Never got old. Yeah, that was that was brilliant. What it was missing was a plot that made any freaking sense at all. I but mean, like, it was it was it was Twenty Two Jump Street. It's Miller and Lore. It's the same people that made the Jump Street movies that make the Lego movies, and it's literally Twenty Two Jump Street. It's not quite as good in the plot, and it's not quite as funny as the first one, but it's still a very good movie. But to me, it was missing a certain thing. Richard Ayoade Moss was the ice cream cone. Just realized. Was that. he really? 
Yes. <laughs> Jonah Hill as Green Lantern I thought was hilarious. I did not catch that that was Channing Tatum as Superman. It's been Channing um, Tatum as Superman and Jonah Hill as Green Lantern in both movies. I think probably in all three. I haven't seen Lego Batman. I would imagine they're both. I, yeah, I can't imagine they wouldn't be. Um, oh my gosh, and Ike Bornholtz as Lex Luthor. It was Jason Momoa as Aquaman, right? Like, I'm not... Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah. And Kobe Smulders as Wonder Woman. Interesting. Maria Hill. Yeah. <laughs> they said that, that Marvel wouldn't get back to them, but they had Chris Pratt and they had Kobe Smulders. I think those are the only no, two. No, but Marvel so I was people. um I was super underwhelmed by the first act of this movie. I was it was very slow. I was like, I got like 30. Oh, first of all, first of all, I just want to point out this movie was 90, 90 minutes, 80, 88 minutes, whatever it was, long. 94 That's minutes. It? 90 minutes What's on the dot. 90 minutes on the dot. This was the longest 90 minutes of my entire life. This well, I, I work retail. I've worked some long No, but minutes. as far as movies go, like this is the longest 90 minute movie they've ever ever made yeah i thought this was two hours oh for sure for sure i was i got out of it and i was like it's gonna because i saw it at four i saw it at four o'clock and there was an accurate amount of like kids movie trailers before it so i saw like 49 trailers right um for movies i would never see by the way new judy bloom movie looks like it's gonna fortnite slap for starters okay <laughs> i had no idea where that sentence was going until the very end judy bloom okay i'm here for it that movie looks great no you know what i'm here for by the way preview up coming bacon and eggs with uh, with isaac carlson from watso videos uh how to train your dragon three. Oh yeah but they haven't pr they haven't put a new trailer out for that in months i don't, I don't been know that yeah like the same trailer still makes me cry yeah 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 yeah. that, that with the, the theatrical trailer though not the not the tv trailer with ed sheeran's castle on a hill it's a theatrical trailer with the like synth pop acoustic version of tom petty's learn to fly yes that that's gets the me one. the part where there's like Fly on your own. That oh my god, it's so good. I, I get chills every it's time. So good. And if that, that song, me. if that song isn't in the movie, I'm actually gonna just rip a chair out of the ground and throw it at the screen. It'll be exactly like Lonely Island being the credits in this movie. Okay, are we just gonna spoil this entire Fortnite movie or what? There's one spoiler. There's only one spoiler. But and so, I, so I, are we just gonna go? We're just gonna go knock it out and say everything, right? Here's. Hold on. No, we're going to wait until the mid-roll. Here's the thing about the one spoiler. This was refreshing. 90 minutes, very long Are you talking about minutes. the... Hold on. Are you talking about the thing with one of the main characters being like a... What, what are you talking about? Well, there's only one spoiler. It's It's got to do with Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. Well, there's more than one spoiler. No, there's like one plot spoiler. One plot spoiler. Yeah, but there's there's cute little things they throw in there. Yeah. No, no I, I'm with you there. But there's like, one there like, was, major There was one spoiler. moment where I did the Andy Dwyer finds out Ron Swanson is pregnant face. <laughs> it just doesn't like... <gasps> You know what I'm talking about, too. Yeah, Kim Kardashian's comeback. No, not that one. <laughs> no, I'm talking about in this movie. You know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. Okay, well, we'll uh, get there. Anyway, I want The Lonely Island to write a song about the credits for every movie ever. Hold on. School of Rock has a great credit sequence where they're playing It's a Long Way Yeah, but to the it's top. not as good as this one. I thought School of Rock was better. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I thought the credits for the first one were great with, with, all, with all the Lego bricks and everything making the credits. And this one how it did like the whole rolly thing like the old credits yeah and they've got the lonely island an entire song that's like can't wait to see the guy who edits the credits yeah they're singing that whole song i was i was dying the entire time they've got it sold to the because like it, it, there's no post-credit scene in this movie like everybody knows that it's not the movie you'd expect to be a post-credit scene but like they get you to stay for the entire credit like nobody got up and left like, nobody correct yeah no i was there the whole time you were also the only people in the theater that's true we were the <laughs> that's true uh 
I, getting back into the movie, was it too aware of itself? No, no, I don't think it was. The catchy I, song is called Catchy Song, open parentheses, this song's gonna get stuck inside your head, close parentheses. And, I, and you know what? And you know what? It's the best marketing ever. Because for the past, I saw this on Saturday, Tyler, Saturday. That's mm-hmm. four days ago. Yeah. And the entire time since there, I've just been sitting there going, this song's gonna get stuck in your head, this song's gonna get stuck in your head. It's been stuck in my head the entire time. It's so good. I'm listening to it right now. I don't know if you can tell. Anyway, yeah, it, it, like, no, I don't think the movie is too aware of itself. I think that the moments in which the movie is aware of itself were the funniest moments in the movie. So you think any time that they're like, this is just a glorified commercial, or Marvel didn't get back to it. I think that this movie relied entirely too much on the world outside of Bricksburg. That's you know, what that's what lost it for me. Apocabricksburg? Yeah, you know what I mean, though. The world the world in which, like, there was way too many scenes. Because, and, and I get why you can't have the same reveal like you did in the first one, where, like, oh my god, it's a children's toy. There is a child making this story in real life. You lost right. that reveal. It's the, it's the Star Wars thing, right? You, like, you, you, there's no right way to watch it because you lost that reveal. But this movie relied too much on Emmett being under the dryer and, and, and Rex being under the dryer and everybody being under the dryer. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. And I just got I so tight. Like... And, 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 and the fact that it was so meta about like, oh, we're going to the Sea Star system and we're going to the, the Stairgate. It was too much for me. It was. It I was thought a the lot first of... one. I thought the first one did a really good job of existing within its own universe and not playing on the rest of the house. And I thought this one did way too much playing on the rest of the house. I agree with you. There was a lot of like, like a lot of the jokes on the first one couldn't train. Like President Business was such a great name because you didn't know that was dad. Right? right. That was just a character that, that was voiced by Will Smith or Will right. Ferrell. Right. And, and, and the Armageddon thing, I think they could have disguised better. Yeah. Because immediately I was like, oh, the last one was about the dad. This one's about the mom making them put their toys away. Right. I could tell immediately. Like I, I guessed it. This And this that's the, the sheer fact of it though is this one is for children. This one is for children. It was also like, mom's gonna put their toys away. It did approach it different than I thought. I thought it was going to be like, okay, 515 is when you've got soccer practice. Right. You, you know, and the, the toys up in the Sistar system have to go into the box well, because I, at soccer practice, you don't get to play with the and toys. And also, the whole first act set this movie up to be about Wildstyle. Mm-hmm. And it just isn't. It isn't. And that kind of sucked. But the first act was so slow and so boring. I got 35 minutes into this movie or whatever and I was like holy Fortnite this whole movie is gonna suck and it picked up in the second and third act I did legitimately enjoy the story in the second and third act but it, the first part was so slow it took so long to get off the ground it's like yeah we get it you're miserable because Emmett's happy how dare he yeah they're like Emmett you gotta grow up you gotta change you gotta you gotta get with the times man you can't be happy anymore and then plot twist the moral of the movie is that still Emmett being happy makes a difference Emmett's happiness <sighs> and they try to pit Emmett as the villain like what did you th- okay how do we do this without talking about spoilers okay so I've got a thought you ready to just dive okay. back in I've got a thought yeah I understand why this movie tanked why did this movie tank because I've seen articles I've seen headlines before I saw the film that said they could explain it okay so I just figured it out you and I have a skewed perspective on this movie and its cultural relevance well we love the, the original. No, 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 no. We built a brand around the original. Yeah, what? Because that was, we released that episode July 4th, 2018, okay? That is still to this day the go-to answer when people are like, what is your favorite episode of Bacon and Eggs? Lego movie. The Lego movie. We have created a culture of people that love this movie, okay? Okay. This movie came out five years and one day ago. Did it really? February 7th, 2004. 
14. Was the original Lego movie released? Was the original Lego movie released? That was a world that The Force Awakens didn't exist in. Right. That was a world that Infinity War didn't exist in. That was a world that, like, we're the only people that care about this movie. I care about this movie immensely. That's what I'm saying, though, because, like, I watched the first one last week. I showed my girlfriend the first time, and she she'd loved it. She'd never seen it. She'd never, it. Seen, oh, it. God, she'd never seen it. And she loved this it's one amazing. because she just watched the first one for the first time last week. This this movie is a sequel to the nth degree. Yeah, and you it's just it, it literally is it literally is Twenty Two Jump Street. It's just it's it's not quite as good and it's not quite as funny. But like five years went by, five full years. But like when they said five years later on screen, I was like, oh, they just did that to cover the aging of the children. Right, right. No, yeah, no, 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 no. It was five years on the the real world calendar. That is insane. I would not have thought that that was true. No. So, like, the whole world's forgotten about this. And, like, the Lego Ninjago movie did terrible. People, the critics liked the Lego Batman movie, but it still didn't make much money. So, like, people are tired of this franchise. So you think Anthony Lane's got some salt to what he's saying? Not Anthony Lane. Uh, I think, yeah. Gerard, the, 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 Gerard yeah, Dorino. My guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gerardino? Ger- Gerardino? No. He's got a... James Bernadelli. Bern- <laughs> Bernard 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 Berardinelli 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 that's not what I said originally James Berardinelli yeah turns out he might be right I think that like there's just not a whole lot of people to care anymore I never even saw Lego Ninjago I didn't either it's it's apparently awful I didn't know it was related to tell you the truth it's not in the same universe is it it's not is it I don't know I know Lego Batman is but I don't think Lego Ninjago is I don't think Lego Batman's in the same universe is this? It is. It's not with the kids. I have no idea. I've never seen it. Oh, it's not. It's, it's all Lego. Right, but it's Will Arnett as as Batman. Like right, but it's not like. But like Ninjago isn't a factor in the first movie. Right. Anyway, I think he's just right. I think it's just brand fatigue. Yeah, I think what they did is they struck gold with the first one, and, and... they needed to put the second one out maybe twenty four months later, and they didn't. They waited. 60 months. You could have paid off a car. Like, it is reasonable to have paid off a car. Yeah. Nice five-year loan. Um, so yeah, that's the thing. How do we spoil this, or how do we not spoil this movie? Like, how do we talk about this? Because, uh, I don't know. Like... Do you feel like characters were well-developed? Yeah. I mean, I think, well, I, I don't think... Yes and no. Yes and no. I think Emmett was well developed. I think Emmett was well developed. I think Wildstyle was well developed. I think they went the wrong direction with Batman. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, they didn't really did do like... anything for Metal Beard. They didn't really do anything for Benny. Did you know Metal Beard was Ron Swanson? I did. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody is somebody in this movie. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah, Metal Beard is Nick Offerman. Yes. Have you ever watched his stand up? Oh my god, his stand-up's great. It's hysterical. He it, he just is fan. Ron Swanson, but like a flaming liberal Ron Swanson. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what, I mean, that's that's sort of what Ron Swanson is, right? But he's on the other end of the spectrum. Um, Ron Swanson describes himself as a libertarian. What did you think of Tiffany Haddish in this movie? Is she Princess Watawanabi? Whatever, uh, what, whatever a Wanabi? Yes. I don't know who Tiffany Haddish is. She, I think, is a comedian. She, like, burst onto the scene this year. or Like, her recently. voice didn't sound familiar to me at all. She was in Keanu, Uncle Drew, this. Oh, I saw Keanu. Trip. Did you see Keanu? No. Oh, my God. I forgot about that movie until you just said that. That movie is hilarious, dude. About a cat? Oh, my. It's so funny. It's just Key and Peele. Yeah, I love Key and Peele. Like, and and and, and it's just hysterical. Like, like uh, King of Michael Key convinces an entire group of, like, hardened thugs that George Michael is, like, the hardest musician ever <laughs> he's gotten him he's got him in this minivan like jamming along to wham it's it's hysterical but keanu is keanu is next level like if jordan peele didn't find his his niche in in like pop horror they could have they could have made a career in like in comedy you think those guys are funny well no in like in like comedy <laughs> movies in comedy movies like feature length like 
Jason Bate, horrible bosses style. We're the Miller style cop. Anyway, uh, I liked, I liked her as, I liked her character. I liked her character development, actually. I thought that she actually had a pretty good arc. Um, Princess whatever Owanabi. Queen. Queen Princess whatever Queen. Owanabi. The character I didn't care about was the, like, uh, Space Ranger bug type person. His name I can't I remember. felt like I'm with you there. I felt like Stephanie Beatrice character, General Mayhem. Yeah, because she's just mayhem. she's just wild style, but she's not no, Lego. She's Captain Phasma is what she is. She's like this Fortnite female character. There's really no valuable payoff on. Right. It's like there's no like she takes the mask off and I'm just like who? Right. It's like that that uh animated episode where Lex Luthor becomes the Flash and he's like I can finally discover who the Flash is. He takes the mask off and it's Barry Allen and he's like who the heck is this? Yeah. I mean, legitimately, like... Like, yeah, I felt like you took your mask off and you're like, oh, that's... You were the cover character? Right, 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 right. I also... Yeah, here's, here's, absolutely. Here's, here's a... Here's a... Here's a... Here's an issue I had, Ethan. I don't get it. Why were the little hearts and the stars so explosive? And why... What? I think they're just weapons. Why? Like, I'm trying to... I don't Everything know. that happens is a result of the children playing with the toys, right? Right. And, and it was really well defined in the first one. And you can go back and look at the first one and you can define every action that happens in the movie makes sense to like what a child would think about and i and there's a lot of stuff i can't line right. up in this one we're like for well, sure when he like i'm with rex that. and they're flying through the like glass glass droids what is that supposed to be i don't know i i, I really don't know i because it, it's just some part of the house between the stairs and the right. sister's room the way i figure is a three-level home you get the basement where the dad had his lego set up and then his wife was like you have to let the kids play with these you can't just what are you crazy right and now the dad is completely given up he's like i don't even want the legos anymore <laughs> like y'all have them he's like he's not on screen he's like honey where are my Which is pants? great. I laughed hard at that. That was a nice little callback to the original. Uh, yeah, definitely. But, and he's playing golf and he's president of business. I did think that was a cop out on Will Ferrell's part to not show his face in the movie. No, I liked it. I liked you it. I legitimately that gave did. Rudolph a little more credit. Yes, absolutely. I think it did because it's like, it's because it, it, you get the perspective from the first movie. You get son and dad and from this movie you get daughter and mom mostly daughter this was still more about the son no 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 he's the villain he is the villain he doesn't want to play with the sister the sister's like i started playing with the legos and we used to play when i was a kid and now you just don't want to play with me anymore and she still wants to to jam out she's upset that he 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 still wants to play lego he doesn't want to play with her but i think he never wanted to play with her that's where the whole conflict came from but but you see them playing what it was is as a younger brother let me tell you what happened is he had this beautiful setup of Bricksburg that he took from his dad's setup. And this thing is, I don't know. Then, I, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I then, don't have a brother. If somebody came in, when I was, if I, when I was, when I was Flynn's age, if somebody came in a Fortnite with my Legos, I would have been like, excuse me, you get out of my house right now, <laughs> intruder. I think what happened was while he was not playing with Legos, she would go down and play with her Legos and Duplos together and just trash the, you know, Bricksburg. Yeah. Not because she yeah, yeah, had yeah. any sort of malintent, just because that's what little kids do. They don't. They don't understand the value. And they blow of the stuff time up. and everything yeah. that you you spent working on this. Uh, so she's just like, oh, we we play with this together now. You know, that's just what we do. And then I think he was like, well, I don't want to play with you because you destroyed everything, and I made this awesome apocalypseburg, and it's awesome. And there's a laying down Statue of Liberty, and it's awesome. And I don't want to play with you because it's awesome. Please don't touch my stuff. And he's 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 become his right. father. It's a cat's in the cradle kind of thing where he's you know he don't say dude I uh, no you can't <laughs> that's up right now I I can't I can't handle that. But he. 
becomes exactly what his father was saying in the first one, where it was like, you can't mess with my stuff because it's my stuff and it's my stuff and it's the way that I want it because it's my stuff. It's not your stuff. It's my stuff. Uh, and that's that's sort of like the problem is that like, you know, the daughter is coming in there and she's like, but I want to play with stuff and you play with dad's stuff and you set it up the way you want it. So that means I get to play with your stuff and set it up the way I want it because you did that to dad's stuff. So now it's our stuff. But really, it's 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 the son's stuff. <laughs> Well, no, it, I mean, it's not, the it's way both of their the sun stuff. Sees like, it is, is like, the way the sun like, sees it, yeah, was, yeah, 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 for sure, but that, that's what I'm saying, is like, and now he's passed it on to Flynn, me. Flynn is the villain here, out mm-hmm. of the humans, he has taken on dad's role as the villain, well, mom is the villain, but, no, mom is the, mom is the, mom is the world eater, she's the chaotic yes, neutral, mom is chaotic neutral, she destroys the planet, like, yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't care, and that's the whole thing, and that's what the problem with this, okay, we just, uh, we either gotta go to the money zone or whatever, like, we gotta do something here, <laughs> well, hold on, where are we at? Let's so let's do a let's do a toothpaste and orange juice and then let's to roll the money, to the mid zone and then, and then to the money zone. Is that what we call it now? No, that's what um, Mabim Bam calls it. <laughs> toothpaste and oranges. I've got one that I've been thinking about for a long time. I don't know if I've done it on the show before, but it fits with the Lego movie because it's next door uh, to the to the Lego movie episode. So we're gonna count down three, okay. two, one, go. You're gonna tell me what yours is. I'll tell okay. you what mine is. Three, okay. two, one, Chipotle. Airplanes. Tell Ethan, me about Chipotle. I am so mad that Chipotle is the best place to get a freaking burrito. Listen, I'm not a burrito guy when it comes to Chipotle. I'm actually not. Here's the thing. Your tortilla ruins your Chipotle experience. If you go for a bowl, you have doubled the amount of meals you can eat with this one singular meal. Especially if you go bowl plus chips, okay? You've solved the problem. There are correct ways to order at Chipotle. Here's my- Listen, you can't just make the best burrito in town, but have the order order process be so freaking confusing i can't listen no it it's is not Ethan. confusing i get that you no, get it's it not. i get that i get it i'm thinking about chipotle virgins here when you walk in there and you go up there and it's not obvious what you're supposed to do i don't care what you say it's not obvious it's more obvious than like it's it's, it's not more but i don't care most, chipotle but... is an experience for the experienced experience okay experience. if you don't know how to use a chipotle get the Fortnite. <laughs> got a bunch chipotle you got up there and the person the first person looks at you like bowl or burrito but they don't say bowl or burrito they just look at you like and you're like uh what uh what's the uh what's the procedure and then they're like do you want bowl or burrito bowl, or bur- bowl burrito or tacos quesadilla and you're like uh what the what the Fortnite? it's a bowl <laughs> first of all if you get tacos at chipotle and i'm looking directly down the wires at my girlfriend right now if you get tacos at chipotle you are living life wrong and you will have to atone for your sins when Listen, you meet the, the maker you start off with the bowl of burrito question which the correct answer is bowl okay and then you get to the next person and they look bowl. at you like they say this is what they say rice pinta no white or pinta white white or pinta what does that even mean it's, it's white or brown it's white or brown black or pinto white or brown black or pinto <laughs> and you look at it like i don't know what you're asking white or brown what i'm judging you on your answer to this question by the way <laughs> i'm the guy at chipotle that's like really 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 brown rice are you a heathen you no i get the lime white brown rice dude no no br- <laughs> white and black brother brother i thought and i then, knew then, you then, hold on so then you get through that process after like 20 minutes of what on earth am i even ordering and then they ask you what protein you want which is a very weird to say to what the way to say which meat do you want and what Listen, if you know, uh, it's because they offer Sofritas. It's because they're a vegetarian friendly restaurant and they offer Sofritas. And Sofritas is a protein okay, that is that's not meat. One, not obvious. Sofritas, I don't even know what you said. I'm literally here talking. It's tofu. Then say tofu. 
tofu. Say tofu on the menu. It says no, it on the menu. Sa- no, the menu doesn't matter. Once you've started ordering, the menu makes no sense at all. Okay, so now we're getting sofritas, chorizo, chicken, seasoned beef, or steak, which is also seasoned it's, beef. Oh, hold on, hold on. You missed, you carnitas. missed carnitas, okay, sir. Let me go back to this. I don't know what three of these are. <laughs> I know that I ordered chicken because why else wouldn't I? And then you get to the I'm judging the <laughs> Fortnite out of you right you now. Go, hold on. Holy now, Fortnite, now man. The, now you get over to the mild, medium, or hot person, but the mild, medium, and hot don't taste the same. The answer is yes. <laughs> you want mild, medium, yes. or hot? Yes. You want me? I do I do have an issue with, with this. Here, I'm with you on this, okay? Because the mild, the mild is chunky salsa, and the medium and hot are non-chunky salsa. The medium is a salsa verte, and the hot is just hot sauce, I guess. It's a salsa rosa, ro- salsa roja. This is not obvious to a first-time Chipotle guest. Right. The correct answer for mild, mild, medium, or hot Did is they yes. Give you all three? I've never yeah. done that. No, let me tell you. Okay, let me explain to you one time I ordered in Chipotle that people have never let me forget. This is actually cataloged in an episode of And That's Why We Drink, because I wrote to them to tell okay. them about this. It's episode 14. You can hear my Chipotle order, okay? I was an entire four loco and possibly a shot of something else deep in Richmond, Virginia, ordering out of Chipotle, okay? An entire Four loco. It is 6 p.m., mm-hmm. okay? This is a thing that happened. And how they were like, first of all, it sounded like they were speaking <laughs> Martian. Speaking Martian. The only, no the only way I succeeded, the only way I succeeded at this Chipotle was to know what I wanted right. ahead of time, right? <laughs> okay, so... My answer was bowl, white, black, just a little. Because I don't want a lot of beans. No, I just want a little bean. beans. I want to drain bean. them first. No, 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 no. No. Less bean, more cheese. Anyway. Oh, that's weird. I go full what bean, I... full cheese, more sour cream. Hang on. No, oh, no God, sour cream. Ordering wrong. No. I know that I'm I know that I'm alone <laughs> in this. Anyway, so black, just a little. And they're like, mom, meet her hot. I said, yes. <laughs> and they were like, anything else? I said, mess me up with corn. <laughs> Literally that phrase, mess me up with corn. And the girl looked at me like I had aliens crawling out of my Fortnite. Here's the thing. Corn is the right answer. And then no sour cream, no lettuce. No lettuce. Cheese. For sure. No lettuce. I'm going to microwave that thing tomorrow. No chance on lettuce, bro. Same with sour cream. Oh, I microwaved the sour cream and all. Dude, Fortnite. Me up with corn. Like, you could give me a bowl of chorizo and corn and cheese and I would be happier you than anybody chorizo? in the world. Pork? That's yeah, pork, Every right? time, if they have it. That's that's chorizo, yeah. Pork. It's sausage. It's, this, it's oh, the sausage. I'm a chicken guy. Yes, yeah, because you're a vanilla bean <laughs> Fortnite person. You are, you are like an ice cream sandwich at Ben and Jerry's type person. <laughs> I don't have anything to say to you, man. Chicken is the most boring thing you chicken, can get at Chipotle. I go for chicken because here's the thing. I'm not a big... I'm a big burger guy. People who watch the Bacon and Eggs vlog, sub to us on YouTube, are, know that I'm a big burger no, guy. Okay, first of all, if you get the if you get the ground beef, no, or whatever, I'm not going to get the wrong. ground beef because this is a Mexican restaurant. Ground beef, but if is you get if you get the but, if you get the chicken, you're chicken bored. Because I'm okay. not getting the steak. Oh, oh, oh we forgot steak one. Steak is the one. wrong way to do we, red meat. We forgot I'm just going to come out here and say it. Steak is not correct. We forgot one though. We forgot one though. Oh, barbacoa. Yeah, no. uh, four of these proteins. I don't know what they barbacoa are. Barbacoa <laughs> is rad. So barbacoa is is carnitas no barbacoa is is, is like shredded beef it's shredded beef butt Ooh, I like butt. it's seasoned and shredded beef but it's 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 like pork roast and like not pork roast it's like pot roast but 
but with the butt and with Mexican spices. It's really good. You should try it. Here's here's the problem, Ethan. But is steak is okay. Carnitas is the way to go. Chorizo is the way to go. Chicken is boring, but safe. If you get the ground beef, here's you're the raw. Thing. The ground beef doesn't look like ground beef. Steak is not the way to do red meat. And if you get the sofritas, you're raw. But when it comes down to it, the reason I go for the chicken is because the the this is the truth about Chipotle that I'm letting you in on right now. Your bowl is a bowl of dip for the chips. Guac is extra I'm, because I'm you don't that. need it. I'm with that. And like, if you do get the steak, the steak does not taste no, like No, it anything. doesn't. And like, it is truthfully, it's just, it's just unseasoned yes. red meat. Well done like, red meat. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, it's not rare. It's not, it doesn't taste nice. It's chewy. It's it's like, and I, I dig the steak. I'll get it occasionally. Sometimes I'm feeling froggy and I'll just get the steak. But it, it it's not great. Why does... Here's the other thing about Chipotle. I get to the end of the freaking line, okay? Guac is extra. That's fine. I don't need guac. Uh, queso is extra. That's fine. I don't... Whatever. Yo, their queso tastes like deep fried butthole. <laughs> I'm not, I've, I've gotten it. I've not gotten it. I think it's okay to add to my dip. I don't think it's okay on its own. I've I've gotten it and not gotten it and have not <laughs> noticed the difference. Honestly, Honest to God, it's not like that is that is the one thing I'll say about Mo's. Mo's queso rips. Chipotle queso. Listen, sucks. Chipotle makes the best bowl slash burrito out there. Correct, correct. But if you want queso, go yeah. to Mo's. Now, here's the end of it. They're like, oh, do you want a drink? No, 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 no. I bought a $12 bowl of meat and beans and rice. I get a drink for free. Except, Except you, you don't, don't, and it's, it's like $8. $25 for the drink. It's $8 for the bowl, Tyler. Whatever, Ethan. That's two meals, Eight, Tyler. No. If I leave Chipotle, I have spent $40 a minute. <laughs> You're doing Chipotle wrong. You are you are operating incorrectly. And they serve alcohol there? That's something. What's that about? Uh, dude, I got a Corona one time. Was it good? It was a Corona. I mean, it tasted okay. like Corona. Tell me about, I already forgot what your toothpaste and orange juice was. I said Airplane. airplanes. What? You tasted so an airplane? I, I have I have been on an airplane more, uh, like I've been on eight airplanes in the past uh, like 17 days, uh, which is more airplanes than I've ever been on 17 okay. days in my life. Good metric. And I've learned a lot about, I've learned a lot about airports in that time. I've learned a lot about the general flight about AP experience in that time. STD? That's airplanes learned, per 17 days. And I've learned <laughs> airplanes per 17 days. Yeah. And I've learned a lot about myself as a person in that time. I want to tell you first about what I've learned about Ethan as a person, okay? I have a chronic fear of overpacking, okay? I'm afraid that I'm going to overpack, and therefore I sincerely underpack. Sincerely underpack, okay? But let me tell you about my underpacking. Step one, I pack underwear like I'm planning on Fortnite myself every, every, every time single day, day. For the entire day, every tire every time moment. I'm there. You never know. Like, what I'm, if there's I'm a like, pool? In my head, what I'm like, there's a pool? In my head, I'm like, I'm gonna be gone for five days. How many pairs of underwear do I need? 17? Sounds right. Excellent. <laughs> Got it. Now, on the other hand, on the other hand, with shirts, I'm like, I'm gonna be gone five days. I've never sweated in my Fortnite life, man. I need three <laughs> shirts. Exactly right. There's there's gonna be a washing machine there. Why would I why would I pack more shirts? <laughs> right. I'm like, why would I bring why would I bring more than three shirts? Why would I bring more than one pair of pants? I'm wearing a pair of pants. What is what is you know, why would fine. I need more with more than one pair of pants? <laughs> I got underwear. why would I need more than one pair of pants? <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I pack like I'm gonna Fortnite myself three times a day and like I'm never gonna need another shirt. And I'll tell you the first thing I do at an airport. The first thing I do is spill something on oh, myself. Without fail. The 
first thing I do. Actually, it was this last time I flew, it wasn't the first thing I do. It waited until like the second flight, okay? It waited until I got to Philadelphia and I got a Philly cheesesteak. You can no, see this on my you, blog. I got a Philly cheesesteak. I got a bone to pick with Ethan gets a Philly cheesesteak at the Philadelphia International Airport. You did this. Look at me in the eye when I'm telling you this. You did. I can't. Your oh, camera's off. I think I unplugged it. Yeah. You did, you did this entirely so you could scratch off Pennsylvania on your vlog map. No, I'm not going to scratch off Pennsylvania on my vlog map because I didn't go to Pennsylvania. I only no, went no, to no, Philly no, no, Airport. No. Here's here's what I watched happening. Ethan being like, can I scratch off Philly? Can I scratch off Pennsylvania? I mean, I did eat a Philly cheesesteak. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to scratch off Pennsylvania, though. That's the thing is I'm not going to scratch off Pennsylvania because I did not leave the airport. Therefore, it does okay. not count. I'll be watching. I'll firm, be watching. Firm belief. No, the Pennsylvania is a lot the of reason real I got the Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, and I'm gonna go to Pennsylvania. I'm sure it's some other time. Anyway, um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna scratch Pennsylvania off. I I I'm, I was prepared for that comment. Anyway, I got a Philly cheesesteak, and the first bite I took of the Philly cheesesteak. This is actually not seen on the vlog because I I I used the second bite in the vlog because the first vlog bite I just got like in a lap full of hot oh, oil. Oh no. <laughs> out of the Philly cheesesteak. It got on my hoodie. It got on my pants like immediately. And I'm like, man, I made it through the entire Roanoke airport without spilling something myself. This Jesus is karma. Christ. Just shoving it. I hit my knee. What just happened? Tape. Karma. Anyway, my other, my other qualm with airports. Okay. I'm taking a 6 a.m. flight on a Sunday on Super mm. Bowl Sunday mm -hmm. to Philadelphia. Right. I'm looking at my corner of the Roanoke airport. It's me and yeah. nine other people. Right. We're headed to Philadelphia on an, on, on like an Embraer 175 ERJ. It's got, it's only got seats. It's only got two seats on one side of the plane and one seat on the other side plane. of the plane. Right. It was a small plane, man. There's nine of us going to Philadelphia and by God, American Airlines, they're going to call 47 <laughs> boarding classes. They're going to get up on that thing and they're going to be like, all right, well, we're starting with uh, we're starting with military, obviously, because support our troops. And then we're going to board priority. And then we're going to board our concierge key members. And then we're going to board One World Global. And then we're going to board One World Domestic. And then we're going to board our concierge key elite members. And then we're going to board Super Triple... <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> Double priority. And I'm like, all right, we're eventually going to get to me, man. Boarding class five. That's what's up. Class five. Let's go. Let's go, cuzzo. Let's go. Class five. I'm ready for it. And they're like, they're like, boarding class one. Let's go. Boarding class two. Boarding class three. Boarding class four. I'm like, I'm next. This is me. This is my turn. 47. That's me. Let's go. G get some cold cuts today. And they're like, boarding class seven. Boarding class eight. Octuple priority. One world transatlantic <laughs> members concierge key minor elite <laughs> delta customers people flying on lufthansa people making a connection at a different airport other than philadelphia who are about to get on amtrak and then finally finally it's just me and one other guy who looks like he hasn't bathed in 37 days who's just carrying like a rucksack full of batteries <laughs> looks like he's about to like explode the plane with his mind and they call boarding class 27 and that guy gets on it's just me standing there in the airport by myself looking dead in the eyes with debbie <laughs> the person at the gate wearing her fortnite and scarf her red scarf around her neck that says i work for american airlines did you get to board and i'm just like debbie if you don't let me on this god <laughs> fortnite plane right now i'm gonna take my bag with the removable battery in it that you told me to remove before i concierge vow Ate it. I'm gonna beat you over the head with it. It's just the end of it. And then what happened? And then I got on the plane and they let me go to Philadelphia eventually. And then the, and then I got to Philadelphia and I was waiting to get on my plane and the same thing happened again, man. Do you remember when we flew to Seattle and they were 
like Delta Priority members, you can fly now or whatever it's called, Delta Skyway. And we were like, oh, that can't yeah. be us. These tickets were cheap. And it was us. <laughs> it was us, man. I had the sim. I had a similar thing happen on the way home, man. Similar thing happened on the way home. I arrived at the Providence Airport, balls o'clock in the morning for my 6.30 a.m. flight, right? I'm like, let me get some Starbucks coffee, man. It's all I need in my life right now. It was like a grande mocha from Starbucks. Not a Starbucks in sight. We're in Rhode Island, man. They got a Dunkin' Donuts every yeah. 14 feet. I got a large iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. I drank three sips of it. It tasted like it was burned. Like you set it on a kettle overnight and left it to just roast and burn itself. It was awful. I don't know why people drink Dunkin' Donuts. And without a doubt, there's some dude sitting there going, oh yeah, man. Oh, oh man, the Patriots, man, just won the Super Bowl, man. You gotta get your donkeys. That's what I'm talking about, man. Dunkin' Donuts, man. It's, it's all about the Patriots, man. Go Pats. Go Pats. Go Pats, bro. I mean, the Fortnite. Donkeys, that's all you gotta do is you gotta get your Dunkin' Donuts, man. It's everything in the world to be fighting against Dunkin' man. Donuts. And I'm like, okay, Dale cool, dude. Donuts. I'll get Dunkin' Donuts. Whatever. Like, 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 come down from your, your thing or whatever. So I got like a, I got a, a yeah. croissant sandwich, no, which you was, didn't awful. Think it was awful. You and it was I got a, good. it was a croissant sandwich. It was a croissant sandwich that tasted like it was made yeah, in 1747. Yeah, that's the croissant sandwich I'm thinking of. And I got a Dunkin' Donuts coffee anyway. So I get to the airport, right? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, you know, I'm going to like gate check my bag. Cause I got like a 40 minute layover in Charlotte. And every time I fly to Charlotte, they drop me off on in terminal a, and I have to be in terminal, <laughs> terminal 47. <laughs> right. Like I got to be the other end of the airport in the next 30 minutes. So I'm like, I'm going to check my bag, but I'm gonna see if I can do the valet thing. I look at my boarding pass, man. My boarding pass says one F and I'm smart enough to know at this point. I've flown enough American airlines flights. I know one is yeah. first class. And I was like, I didn't buy a first class ticket. How did this happen? So I walked up to the American airlines kiosk and they were like, congratulations. You've been upgraded first class on your flight from Providence to Charlotte. Would you like to check a bag for free? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I obviously. Well, I don't, I don't need obviously I want to check this bag. I've got my headphones right here. I've got my iPad yeah, I don't need this, right I don't need here. this bag. They're like, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got my camera bag on my back. Like whatever. It's got everything I need in it. Um, great. Yeah. I would love to check this bag. Oh, it, it might not get home tonight because you're going to lose it in Charlotte. Definitely. Probably. I don't need it tomorrow. Whatever. <laughs> so we flew get it to me Seattle, whenever, dude. It was like, is there anything in these bags we need? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're good. <laughs> no. No, I was like, just get it to me eventually. Honestly, it's just, just some pants. pants. And Fifteen pairs of clean underwear. Right, it's it's fifteen pairs of underwear I didn't use. A pair of pants I didn't use. A pair of shoes I didn't use. Not and yeah, not, not a enough shirts. Clean t-shirt. <laughs> um, and and so I'm like, yeah, cool. Let let's check this bag, dude. Let's do it. And so I get on this flight, man, and I sit down in my seat. And the flight attendant comes over. She comes over. She goes, "Hi, Ethan. I'm Terry. It's really nice to meet you. Thank you so much for flying American Airlines." And I'm like, "Holy Fortnite, man! I can never fly poor <laughs> class ever again." The problem is you're going to fly with me in the future, and I do not care about Terry. Oh, I'm sure I yes, would. Yes, you do. You, 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 if you ever, you, Tyler Carlin, if you ever get the opportunity to fly first class, do oh, not take it. I, because it'll ruin your life. I know you. I know, I know you I better a, than that. I work in a, 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 a furniture store that hands customers a free Coca-Cola upon entry. Oh, dude, man. I I, I got Fortnite can hammered Did you? on that I'm flight. so proud of you for that. I had like eight Bloody Marys. They just kept giving them to me. They were like, it's complimentary. Have as many as you want. For an hour. And I'm sitting there listening to my brother, my brother and me on my headphones laughing out loud and the woman next to me is just like hey can you stop laughing out loud it's really and you were like obnoxious. well maybe if you listen to travis McElroy. and i'm just like i'm like no i can't three-headed person <laughs> next to me i am incapable oh shoot well real quick exciting news is this the end of your segment that's the end of my segment that's, man. that's all, all i gotta say about say. airports ladies and gentlemen pack less exciting underwear. news from your friends at Bacon and Eggs, a movie lover's podcast. Now, listeners of this show, what? Was this the thing? 
Oh, we're doing the thing. Are we doing the thing? We're telling, telling them about we're the thing. We're telling them about this the thing. This has been a long time coming. Honestly, oh my gosh. over a quarter in the making, which in our business world is a long time, which reminds me, uh, patch club members, your patches are sitting here on my desk. I will get them to you shortly. <laughs> Tyler! <laughs> I will get them to you this week. Um, Very exciting news from Bacon and Eggs. We are very excited to announce we are launching a new line of clothing, a new line of merchandise from Bacon and Eggs through our Teespring website. It is called B positive. Now the B in B stands for bacon and eggs positive. B E positive. Positive. This is a new line of merchandise. This is about having a positive mental attitude and making a commitment to healing because Ethan and I have been both through very tough depressions in our lives and we've made it through it. And it's about it's a reminder to yourself to say, I am going to make decisions that trend towards positivity in my life. Ethan, I'm gonna let you speak. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. <laughs> I, this, this, this no, spawned seriously, from um, positivity this, 2K19 this came, movement. Yeah, this spawned from my Positivity 2K19 thing, which really came as a result of me looking myself dead in the mirror and saying, hey man, look, a lot of what has happened to you at the end of 2018 has really sucked. No, it's not really fair. That's not how life works. Life isn't always fair. Sometimes you're going to get stuff dumped on you, but you, 25-year-old Ethan, cannot let this ruin your life. You cannot let this be the thing that destroys you. And so I looked at myself in the mirror one day and I said, I have to do something. I have to get off my butt. I have to try to make my life better. I have to try to make other people's lives better. I have to try to make the world better. So that's where this is coming from. This is a line of clothing and it's a lifestyle for people who just want to get better. It's, It's making the commitment and saying either I'm not okay, but I'm doing what is necessary to get better or i am okay and i'm here to help and i want to help other people be okay exactly because we know it is not a light switch it is not an easy thing it's not like you can wake up tomorrow morning and go i'm happy now life is life is not that easy and so this is our way of telling you that we're here to help and this is our way of giving you the opportunity to say to other people that you're exactly. here to help and that's that's what it's all about the new line of clothing is in the description of this video we've got a new logo designed for it we've got a whole line of stuff i think it looks really really nice uh there's going to be an announcement on our instagram facebook and twitter all today talking about be positive our new movement our new uh clothing line that we're very very excited about uh, so be sure to be on the lookout and if 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 the show means anything to you, if it brings any joy to your life, we really do encourage you to purchase something from the new line. Absolutely. And and we, we Tyler and I, are always here to help. Join our Discord, join our Facebook group, reach out to us somehow. We are happy to have conversations with you. We're happy to take this conversation beyond movies, beyond the simple things in life. You know, we our, our show is about having easy conversations, and we're always here to have easy conversations, but we're also here to have tough conversations. Correct. But if we do not respond to your email, it's not because we don't love you. <laughs> it's just a bad way to get in touch with us. <laughs> the best way to get in touch with us uh, is DM. And Facebook DM. and Discord yeah. and DMs. DM the show though. Don't DM us. DM the show. Um, yeah, my my phone is always on low power mode, so I don't see emails for hours. But that is our new and exciting announcement. So in addition, a new Patreon structure, the Be Positive movement. Uh, you know, we're going into new times in our world. Back to spoiler full. Spoiler it doesn't full. make okay. any sense. The Lego Movie to how yeah, does it makes time no travel sense. work in a kid's basement? It doesn't, because it doesn't matter, because it's just Flynn being a dick. Who's Flynn? The kid, the the boy. He's not being a dick. He's just being frustrated by his little sister. Listen, I am the little sister. No, it's it's the manifestation of him going. I'm in the middle of a story about time travel. Exactly. It's you know, I'm I'm in the middle of this campaign. I'm in the middle of this story, and and you're getting in the way. I don't want to play with you because I'm so caught up in my own creativity. I, I I don't have time to collaborate. I don't have time to to care about what 
what you're interested in and the sister wants to be a part of that but the, the time travel doesn't make any freaking sense there was another lego figure right yeah right. rex like androvest figure existed right <laughs> right and then and he got back he to the future doesn't <laughs> <laughs> right, Rex Dangervest. I guess I I did I did love the character of Rex Dangervest though. Chris Pratt's other movie characters. It's it, it's Chris Pratt's other movie character, like yeah, the better and the Emmett. more interesting Emmett. Right, the thing that he thinks he needs to be for Wild Style to love loves him. him the way he is. Yeah, but she doesn't do a very good job of explaining. Well, she doesn't that. do a good job of realizing that either. Because she's like, she's like Emmett. You have to grow up, and then she's like, wait, I don't want Emmett to grow up. Everything was awesome because Emmett and, said it and was. She was the one that recorded. Everything is awesome. Oh, I know oh, that was God, so I good. Cried. That was my favorite moment of the I whole cri- movie. I cried when when Emmett was just. He looks at the poster for a popular band, and he's just like, he looks at the hair, and he's like, I wait. Know her. That was the moment where I was like, oh my God, she's saying everything is awesome because the whole movie. She'd been like, yeah, no, whatever. It was a good song, whatever. Like, we're over it. We're Everything past it. We is past not this. awesome. Yeah, she has a whole song where she's like, everything's not awesome, and it's all like sad. This movie was much more a musical. Well, there was like the musical was. pieces in it, and I don't know how to feel about them. Like, there's a song about Batman about like, oh, yeah. I only love men from Krypton. <laughs> And I felt like yeah, I liked I liked Prince or Queen whatever Wanabi's intro song, her like her exposition like, not, song. Yeah, I'm not about evil. not being I don't evil. Have an evil plan. <laughs> and the whole time, Wild Sal's like, "This is only a thing that an evil person but would say." Really? Dun dun dun. Yeah, she's not evil. But really, she's she's not. I evil. had a she feeling. Just wants to marry Batman. Did you catch it when you saw it? Were you like, "Oh, they're not going to be the evil one. It's going to be Rex." I don't Definitely. know. I I felt like I was like, Definitely. "It's too obvious." It was too obvious because it's a movie for kids. Frozen wasn't. Too obvious. You thought Frozen Hans was too obvious from the get go. I thought Frozen was too obvious. Yeah, I definitely thought Hans from the get go. Hans is obviously the villain. I don't know how you can watch that movie and not think Hans is the villain. I thought that was too obvious. I thought Incredibles two is that too was. obvious. What about Moana? Those what movies are for Moana kids. Where Maui is not the villain. Moana was not too obvious. That's why I like Moana because better than Frozen. Hundred percent. Yeah, because it's a better story and it's not too obvious. And Maui's, Maui's not the villain. What does that mean? What can I say except you're welcome? So we're in, uh, you know, I don't like to get political here on Bacon Bigs, okay? Okay. (laughs) No, sort of. Sort of, okay? I don't think anybody's in denial of the fact that we're in a sticky situation right now with the government in Virginia, okay? But what we've learned from this whole situation is that The Rock lives full-time in Virginia. I am 100% on board with The Rock as Virginia governor. Me too. Where did this come from? Uh, what, what is this episode what do you mean? of the Lego movie? You're talking about oh, Moana, about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, about Maui. What can I say except you're welcome? Right. What can I say except I accept your nomination? <laughs> I was just shocked. I was mostly just as shocked and excited to learn that The Rock is it lives in Virginia, has a horse let me, farm let me ask in you Virginia. This question, Ethan. Did you not already know this? And did I not already know this? Because I was under the impression when I saw this information come out, this was like a this was like a Mandela effect for me, where I was like, Yeah, duh, the rock lives in Virginia. Everybody knows that. I, did I don't not think know anybody that. knew that. It turns out it was like a secret home. I don't think anybody but in my knew brain, that. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, duh. Yeah, no, I did not know that because people pe- famous people don't come from Virginia. They don't make movies about Virginia. There's a sports teams in Virginia. Virginia is like the forgotten state when it comes to popular whole, media. We're where all the presidents are from here. Right, right, right. But that was back in the, in the 1700s. Right. And the 1800s. 
Where's Donnie from? Honest question. Okay. New York. I can take that. But like, yeah, no, I just didn't know The Rock lived in Virginia and I'm 100% in support of The Rock as Virginia governor. If, if Arnold Schwarzenegger can successfully no. be one of California's if best Ronald governors Reagan ever. can be the president, then an actor can be the governor of Virginia. I'm, look, I'm not saying The Rock for president, okay? We don't no, need more but, celebrity presidents. But then The Rock can be governor if Reagan can be president. Yeah, anyway, that's, I don't want to get too political here, but I do want to say that I am 100% backing Dwayne The Rock Johnson as emergency I'm Virginia I'm, governor. I'm totally in. Um, Lego Movie 2, the second part. The second part. There's a lot of, you know, the first one's about you got to create whatever you want to create. And then this one, like, throws that away immediately. And then... Yeah, yeah. Don't be happy. Right. Don't create Make what you a want to. Dystopian future. Uh, I know there was a lot of stuff that didn't line up, and I just wasn't here for it. I did not love this movie. No, the way I, I, I did loved not the either. And I wish that I did. I, I wish it had been good enough for me too. I don't think I'm not putting the blame. Usually, if like I don't like the sequel as much, I think that it's it's the result of me being an imperfect human. But this time, I think it's legitimately the result of this being an imperfect. I agree movie. with you. Now, what if we uh, determine they address something in this movie that I think was important? Because in the first movie, there's sort of this like weird plot hole where Emmett can all of a sudden move in the real world which right we all accepted as a plot hole and then we all went back to watch toy story one and we watched sid get horrified by a like a whole bunch of toys that literally walk towards him i mean so you also watched the ryan george pitch meeting for toy story and thought about toy story completely no. differently right super easy barely really? an inconvenience no no because i watched that one and he was like he was like so the villain's gonna be this kid that like rips the heads off his toys and puts them on other toys and the and the 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 exec guy is like <laughs> so like a kid playing with his toys i do think i saw this one yeah yeah, yeah. and that really Fortnite. the or whole movie like, oh yeah me. wait a minute at least the first one where i was that like hang did. on they just traumatized this kid yeah. for no well, reason i mean he was blowing up toys with an m80 that toy could have easily come to life and been like hey i'm alive right but he doesn't know the ki- toys are it's sid's not doing anything wrong sid yeah. did nothing wrong no, sid, like thanos did something wrong do you think, do you think woody not. did something wrong in toy story one i i think he did he Kinda. tried to knock buzz yeah. out the window or he did knock buzz out the window yeah woody's kind of you know? a dick and, like that's why toy story fell in our ranking well it's why they kept getting better because they fixed everything about woody in the second and third movies anyway we're not talking about toy story we're talking about the lego movie and yeah that's that was the whole thing i was going back to though is they relied too much on the like these toys are sent but then they make a line while they're under the washing machine the 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 dish dryer the dryer air the dryer that you know this isn't really happening this is a figment of or this is a you know representative metaphor or something like that and i was like is it really happening is it not right but then but then it, yeah that then they make a line where when Wildstyle comes in and, and Emmett's like so you can really see this yeah. guy right and she says yes so like it definitely is but I mean, like in the real world am i supposed to accept that there's two toys bumping into each other underneath the dryer i think that that is what play this movie is trying to make and that's why it is not as good but Emmett really did move in the first one correct but we all kind of look past that <laughs> One, it is it was charming. charming it is charming um but when it because it's 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 sort of a plot hole in this one and it was like the whole plot this time i thought that there was character omissions unnecessary like there was still gandalf but there was no dumbledore there was no vitruvius there was none of the marvel characters which they like addressed uh but like, it, it didn't satisfy me i'll tell you the one meta moment from this movie that i did absolutely adore was when rex was like yeah there's a plot device under this floor right i here. thought that was hilarious i'm 100 percent with you right there <laughs> i i did think that was hilarious i was like this is the writing i wanted and that was more of what i wanted out of the movie and less oh, of what i disagree I, got. I thought there was a little bit too much of that i didn't think there was enough i didn't think it was funny enough i really didn't think it was funny enough i don't think they tried to make it funny like that was the thing about the first one is it was so like it was so on the nose it was so cleverly written it was so it was funny so- that like as an adult 
whether it's a kids movie or not, you could still laugh but hysterically the, but at it. This one, I, I had to try to laugh. Sacrifice at a lot. its plot for its self awareness. This one, I felt like did. Yeah. Well, no, this one's plot right. was its self awareness. It was like, oh, like, and you gotta. This one, this one relied, and this is what I keep coming back to: is this one relied too much on the 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 real world scenes and not enough on the Legos? Right. Like it gave too much power to the kids. Correct. And I felt like, like in the first one I, we talked about it earlier, I felt like there was a really good way of like picturing. Okay, this is what Wyatt or whatever the kid's name is is doing and how he's making all this happen and in this one it was almost like finn finn this one it was like the the legos have a world and finn has a world and they don't exactly match up they right. don't match up at Where all it's like you know in in the lego world you know, finn's favorite lego toy is Emmett, right that's that's what we're supposed to understand but in the lego right. world it's like he's really not the leader even even when the girl comes and picks up legos she doesn't pick up Emmett. Emmett, because one well, that's the whole thing in the first movie is that like even even his dad is like nope he's just a regular construction worker and the whole point is that that's all they needed was a regular construction worker that being ordinary right. you can save the world and they threw in a lot of the like master builder and stuff. this 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 movie completely undid right. that like, anyone could be spider-man <laughs> i don't get that reference it's what makes you different that makes you spider-man right but that's not what these movies are about and that's what they try to make this one about but it wasn't even that they could even be drawing from any of that influence because this movie was definitely done i don't think they were drawing that influence i think they were out of ideas like and that's why they clearly did not set this one up for a third movie i thought like there is there is no obvious third movie here it's just another kid i mean they could make a third movie if demand sees but i don't think it will but like the last the last one ended and it was like we're from planet duplon and we're here to destroy (laughs) you that's what i don't get is like were they not they were they just wanted to crush stuff they just wanted to destroy stuff that's all the Duplos cared they? about. Cared about. It seemed like they wanted to play together. Yeah, they just destroyed shiny stuff. It seemed like they all wanted to play what? together. Yeah, but to to Finn that meant breaking the stuff because right. she was like four. She played with Duplo blocks and she was just smashing Duplo blocks into the into the into the right, like to, big to Finn. There buildings. was a narrative every time he played that was drawing on itself. And to the sister, there was like, you play and then you break it all up and you start again the next day. Well, it, but like you can directly look at that from Finn's perspective either way. And it's like, she's just crushing my skyscrapers. Like, and that's how that plays out in Finn's mind. That part actually makes so? sense. Yeah, I think that makes sense more than the rest I do of love the movie. It. Like, I felt like it, it very much reminded me of like playing airsoft with your friends where it was like, you'd shoot your friend, you'd see the, the pellet go and hit them. And you'd be like, hey, I got you. They're like, nope. Okay, but I, I did. Right, that was the most frustrating thing. Morgan <laughs> Sebastian or Nerf. Nerf is probably a better, more relatable example here. Where you, you know, you shoot the Nerf gun and you'd see it hit somebody, and they like they had no power whatsoever behind them. Or tag. I got you. No, no, you did. So I did. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. This movie just it, it was just lacking some writing. Honestly, yeah, it was a little bit lazy writing. It, it reminded just the me writing just Deadpool. the writing just wasn't there. It also there. reminded me of this. Like I think we'll be able to see it much better five years from now. Maybe maybe longer than that when we look back. And see, right? You watch back to back. Back to back. But when you watch like Deadpool and Deadpool Two and this and Venom and uh, this, I don't. I think was much better than Deadpool Two and Venom. But there's like a lot of trend in these movies to be like self-aware. Like in order to be a comedy, you need to be like making fun of the fact that you're a movie and that superheroes are the way they are. And even like the preview for Shazam that played before this, I was like, oh, haha, superheroes! Isn't that the silliest thing? You're the only one that knows about this Cape Crusader stuff. I also just like. I agree with you. I'm with you. I think that this is just the epitome to me of like our current sequel culture where like everything gets a sequel, whether it deserves one or needs one or not, whether you can even write one, whether there's a good one out there. This one was made for a sequel. Everything gets a sequel. We are here to destroy. Yeah, but the sequel didn't stack up. Like 
like the sequel didn't stack up though that's the thing is like is like you keep making these sequels and and like deadpool 2 wasn't as good this isn't as good guardians 2 isn't as good iron man 2 wasn't as good winter soldier wasn't as good a lot of people say age of ultron sucks like even just in the stuff we cover on this show the second movie in the series sucks empire empire was 1980 okay Last Last Jedi. I just want to let you know that. The Last Jedi, a lot of people hate it, and it's I not as good as The Force Awakens. I love, I love Last Jedi. I love Last Jedi. I love Last Jedi, but it's not as good as The Force Awakens. It's not the Empire to, to the New Hope. Let me say this about... I don't know if I've said this in the podcast. I very, very likely have. The Force Awakens is the best blockbuster of all time. Yeah. I love... But, but like, hear me out, though. We came off... When the MCU hit, we were coming off, man, the Fortnite golden age of sequels. Like, Shrek 2, the better than Shrek 1. Story Toy Story 2 better the than Dark Toy Story Knight. 1. Spider-Man 2 better than Toy Story 2 or better than Toy Story 1. The Dark Ghost Knight Rider better than Batman 2, Begins. Ride for vengeance or whatever. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Nobody nope, 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 nope. But like there was a a while there where we were making Speed banger two. sequels, man. Yeah, Speed 2 sucks, dude. Speed 2 just sucks. Like, it's not It's not a rule. There are exceptions There are exceptions to the example. It's not a rule. It was just a trend, man. It was a trend. And now we're making bad sequels from good first movies. People love Deadpool, man. People, People love Deadpool, love Deadpool. Deadpool 2. Here's the thing about blue. Deadpool 2. Venom genuinely sucked. Venom's gonna get a sequel that's gonna be Venom worse than Venom. Venom might get a sequel that's better than Venom. I don't, Tom I don't Hardy, think that's possible. Tom Hardy was not pleased with how Venom turned out. He didn't like it. Good, he shouldn't be. Tom Hardy should look in the mirror every day and be like, listen, don't do that again, man. You got Whether you get a bad script you or not, you gotta do better. better. I didn't think his acting was good. People always say Tom Hardy's performance was great in Venom. I say, were, you, were we watching the same movie? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. He just he, he phoned it in because yeah. he got a bad script But here's the, the thing. I'm willing to accept I, w I wouldn't change my ranking of it or anything. I'm willing to accept that we may have been critical on Deadpool 2 in ways that we shouldn't have been. No, I don't think so. That movie sucks. Movie had, movie no, had story, no story. And the end credit scene cancels the whole movie. Yep. That being said, I did not see Once Upon a Deadpool. It is possible that Once Upon a Deadpool redeemed the entire I thing. I don't think it did. I don't think it did, but that is such an interesting concept that I am enamored with it. I cannot I do stop know that thinking Deadpool, about it. I think with the with a Phase 4, I will not be surprised, maybe Phase 5, if they bring Ryan Reynolds into the MCU. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, are you stoked for Detective never been Pikachu. more stoked for anything in my entire life. Thank you. It's just getting panned. People it are so pissed. But like, so it looks good. awesome. I cannot believe, I, I literally cried in the theater when I saw the trailer. Like, I am so we, excited. We talked to a lot of people who are very nostalgic for Disney, and I am as well. Lion King's amazing. I love, I love... I am more, I am nostalgic, more nostalgic for, for the first Pokemon movie than may, any Disney may, movie. For any me, of the Disney not any Disney movie, but there, like the first Pokemon movie is amazing to me. I am much more excited for for Detective Pikachu than I am for the Lion King remake or the Aladdin remake Ooh, or the Dumbo remake. Aladdin. I am more. I am. I will. I am more excited for Detective Pikachu right now than I am for Toy Story Four. I would agree. I think. Can I tell you something? I know we just did a segment with Sam Seamus. You don't think Toy Story Four is gonna be all that good? It will be all that good. I think it'll probably get great reviews and it'll be a good film. But the marketing and previews that we have gotten so far i don't think look that good i think there's a solid chance it's about as good as avengers 2 not avengers 2 uh incredibles 2 
I would believe that. Now that got critically. It's like it's like the late sequel that no one's asking for. That got critic rave reviews. Man, ninety percent Rotten Tomato score, something like that, is like a, a like a, a five point five out of ten I, movie. It's exactly how I feel. It's, it's like you finish the story on this epic tale with Toy Story three, and now there's right. a carnival side quest movie. Right, 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 right. And, and Bo Peep's back. It's not even like Bo Peep was a major character. All right, it's, she's just fan service, dude. She's just fan service. Fan service, like, exclusively for Seamus, though, is the thing. <laughs> I just, like, I didn't like Incredibles 2. And, like, Incredibles 2, it, there's never been more evidence to support the fact that a Pixar movie will get good ratings just because it's made by Pixar. I think I think that your dislike of it. That movie was crap, that dude. Movie was that movie was crap. Yeah, it makes it crap, dude. It's bad. It's a bad movie. It's got a bad story. It was okay animation. Nothing stellar. Didn't love it. Didn't live up to the credits or the test shots we got. It was not well written. It was only okay acting. It was only okay character development. It was not Pixar. If you're a, if you're a uh, worker at Pixar and you look at what you gave me with Incredibles 2, I think you look in the mirror and you feel ashamed of yourself Lots the way you of did the Cars shots, 2. Huh? There's been a few mirror moments we've had today. I just I think that, that some studios need to look themselves hard in the face and examine what they're doing. I, th- I think if I you're think Pixar, you need to look at yourself in the face and say, man, Illumination is actually making some good stuff. If there's a solid chance that Secret Life of Pets 2 is really That's good. That's not what I'm worried about so much. Although the preview that played for me for Secret Life of Pets 2, I was... <laughs> hysterical i got which the, one did you get the, uh the poodle trying to be a cat yeah yeah i got hilarious. that one too it was hilarious was um, see they replaced they replaced louis ck with kevin with Patton oswalt which like what a great move they? yeah 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 because louis right, ck right, got right, all that yeah, yeah, crap yeah. laid on him they replaced him with Patton oswalt like oh what a great Love move oswalt. big fan yeah like you can't like that's there's a solid that 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 movie's coming for your brand yet guys like the first one was not great but I but was here's not... the thing. This movie with me one great. The Grinch great. A little maybe a great. And, oh. and the, uh, those minion those mini movies outsell uh, almost everything. Yeah, they do. Which I it's it's a weird world that we live in. But when it comes down to it, it's not. I mean, if all you care about is critical success, then yeah. Well, if, if you all you care about is the tomatometer, your... then yeah, keep being Pixar, man. Your movies are still gonna keep getting nineties, well, even Cars if they suck. Movies didn't. Good Dinosaur didn't. Yeah, and I think that that was important. I think we need more of being honest with ourselves about Pixar. Uh, I think incredible. Too, I would want to revisit it. I only saw it the one time in that theater. Yeah, but like, would you give it a I nine out of ten? Re- do you give it a nine point four out of ten? Because I think when I watched it the first time, you sort of get this, like a. A narrow view. You don't get to look at some of the other elements in it. How is it? How did they plan their shots? How did they light the film? How did they develop these characters and villains? How did they tell this story? You know, I think. Good God, I just could not care less about cinematography oh, in an animated movie. Oh, it's, it's just so, so uninteresting. uninteresting. Oh my it's God, such it's an uninteresting topic because they have to. They have to build the whole. No, thing. no, no. It's not. It's not because it's, it's just not. fake. They, that's the thing. It's all that's fake. The thing is, they it get is. to they get to do it however they want. So I'm I'm very curious how they. Right, but there's no. There's not. It's not that's not like there's no like and and and, and there's no there's no Christopher Nolan oh, of, of, of Pixar there's not though it's it's a whole team of people it's individual it's individual people's opinions combined into some big whole it's not artistic it's no, machinery I disagree with that I think that I mean you can look at the Miyazaki films then that's that's one dude he gets to pick his shots yeah I would rather look at the I would rather look at the Miyazaki films like if you're gonna talk about if you're gonna talk about cinematography and animation I would much rather talk but about how that's Miyazaki where, that's where your Brad Bird much comes rather. in with Incredibles 2 he's the one choosing this show 
I disagree with that entirely. He is. He's not though. He is. He's not though. He has. He has. He has as much power. The only reason you know Brad Bird over any other Pixar director is because he played Edna Mode. He has gotten some rock star status because of that he's no different than Andrew Stanton or John Lasseter or anybody else at Pixar. I would. I would know all of those. No names. different. Andrew Stanton, John Lasseter, Brad Bird. I would know all of those. You know Andrew Stanton's name because you talked to Seamus. But that's my network. Those are the people that I talk to. No, no, no. But, but before you started doing this podcast and before you talked to Seamus, like you weren't. You weren't sitting there like, oh man, this is an Andrew Stanton film. No, but I, before I did this podcast. I wasn't thinking that about exactly. a lot of people. I was. I was thinking about movies all the time. I've had favorite directors since okay. I was five. What does that mean? Are you trying to say that means I, I don't appreciate film? No, I'm just saying that like it, like it's stuff you notice in other movies I and not in Pixar, Pixar movies. movies. I definitely notice the shots that they choose. I do not notice. I do not notice one director's influence over the other. All Pixar movies could be made are, and are made by the same people. I think you got a similar team, but I notice Pixar's look over Illuminations or over traditional DreamWorks. That's not what I'm talking about, though. That's not what I'm talking or about. Or Disney, though. even. That's not what I'm talking about, though. I would not notice Pixar over Big Hero 6 or any of the computer anime oh, Disney would. animation movies. Nope, not at all. Tango could have been Pixar. Brave could have been Disney. Big Hero 6 could have been Pixar. Big Hero 6, I think, is... Uh, Wouldn't have noticed the difference. It's tougher to reconcile. Um... Anyway, you wouldn't. You, you can't tell me you can. You can see or pick out the director's influence in those movies. I refuse to believe that. I don't know that I could pick them out just by watching them, but that's because I'm not familiar enough with each director's work. Uh, yeah, because those directors don't do work outside of Pixar. Either way, so they get maybe two to three way, movies I think ever. The, the way that they choose the shots in the animated films is incredibly important, and I think it's almost more important than it is in live action shots i entirely disagree that it is more important it can be important I'd say it's, it's not at more least important. as important it's not because because the the people at illumination aren't sitting over there worrying about their cinematography they're just raking in the money but they are at pixar and i think they do okay. illumination i think they they play it safe on a lot of their shots but they have to choose how to play it safe i don't like safe I'm not a fan of safe. Safe doesn't safe doesn't tickle okay. my fancy. That's the way I feel about a lot of animation. Is that it's I don't safe. feel like a lot of animation is safe. Anyway, this is not what conversation we're having. We're having a conversation about the Lego Movie, which is extraordinary is. animation. Oh my god, is the animation cool in this movie? Yeah, this is extraordinary animation. This is where you can talk to me about animation cinematography. This is cool because they have they have perfectly replicated stop motion. They have, and they've also, in all the live action shots, do a really good job of making it look like playing with Legos in like the home movies that you'd make with them, you know, with the fish fishing line and whatnot. And I, I think that this movie's amazing cinematography. Yeah, both of them, both of them can't fault them, either of them on that. Like the scenes where, where you know, Rex's spaceship is gliding through the glass droids, like whether it made sense or not, it was, it was a cool, like, we're going to take you out it of the was. frame moment. That like every, the, the shots are on point in this movie every time, and both of them, more so in the first one again the, the just the the whole sense of comedic timing in the first one was so much better. i would agree it, entirely just just it, a whole difference the whole the whole timing of the movie the whole comedic timing of the movie the first one was better and 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 honestly usually i i can i would i'd be more willing to forgive a bad sequel if this movie didn't hang itself so much on being i know i felt like it really did lean on that it felt like you need to know these characters to watch this movie and i actually right and if you're gonna if you're gonna lean on the sequel at least make it like a really good sequel and it was just an okay sequel like l let's be honest here i loved it i'm i'm always gonna love it i don't know if i'm gonna watch it a million times i'd rather watch the first one again honestly but like it was well, an but, okay but like, sequel when i think about it you know i'm gonna even you may have to just be okay with this i don't know if this frustrates you or it's it's exciting to you but when i think about you know what catalog of films am i gonna have that i want my child to watch over and over again 
This will be in that catalog. This won't be in that catalog. You're going to come to my house and take it out? Oh. No, I for mean, me. This, this, this series will. You know, the five Lego movies. Five now? Four four Lego movies. There's only four. Oh, I thought five. No, no. The Lego Ninjago movie is not going to be mean, part of that I, catalog. Like, I don't care if my kid wants to watch a Lego Ninjago. I would rather watch that than Minions. I agree. Minions <laughs> is not an option. Minions is absolutely not an option. That is not something my I mean, kids will be interested in. Control that. I can to a certain extent. Television with commercials. Look, okay. So, so I did not. I was until 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 probably third grade. I was not aware of Barney. Barney was not a thing for me either. I did not know Barney existed, and I firmly believe that I am a better human being because of that. I mean, he just preached love and friendship. But it's just so mindless. Yeah, I mean, there's no thought that goes into it. Like, I want my kids to to watch stuff that is going to promote them learning about the world. And and were my parents perfect? Did they always show me movies that were appropriate for my age? No, not necessarily, but I think I turned yeah. out okay. We'll see about that. Wow, <laughs> <Ow>, okay. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I was the same way. I remember watching like, The I, Patriot I, I, from a, uh, a refrigerator box when I was six. Yeah, like, I, I, I've i seen, like, ever since I was a kid, I've been watching movies spanning the entire gamut of when movies are made. Like, I was watching movies from the teens, I was watching movies from, you know, the 2000s at the same time. And I think that is important, and that is something I will continue on in my generation, and I think that's something that, that a lot of people could learn some of. Anyway, all I'm saying is, I like the Lego series of films. I They mean a lot to me. I think that they promote playing with lego which promotes learning and creating and creativity oh for sure in a way for sure. that i don't think that some of the other children's movies do i also think and this is important but this like is maybe not something that you would think of have you seen trolls you've seen yeah you what did you think yeah, yeah right. i thought it was okay it's a movie for kids trolls features i could see it being very good for kids but i'm not interested in it because i'm not a kid interesting perspective you have there trolls features a group of characters called the bergens which are creepy looking and like my niece is horrified of the Bergens, even though she loves Poppy and she loves all the other troll characters, but she's horrified to watch that movie because whenever the Bergens are on screen, she doesn't want to see it because they're kind of scary looking. I mean, honestly, I can see where she's coming from. Like half the movie takes place in this like dark and dingy wasteland. Right. And and movies like that are important. Movies like that are important, but I feel like this movie tells an effective and interesting story. The whole Lego series does from what I've seen. Again, I haven't seen Ninjago, but the, the three that I've seen telling an important an interesting story without having a character that is scary to young children in it. Correct, but like there's plenty of that. Plenty of what? Of uh, just like complete like milk toast movies. What do you mean? Like movies that 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 don't challenge boundaries at all. Like this is a movie that doesn't challenge I boundaries. Felt like at all. it did. It talks about relationships with siblings no. in ways that are interesting and creative. Uh, it talks about listening to your parents in ways that I thought were interesting. But like it is a completely vanilla like every kid under the age of whatever is going to enjoy this. Yeah, but I don't think that's bad. No, I don't think it's bad, but I think that, that there are movies like that and there are movies not like that. And I think that a healthy mix of both is important. Yeah, but if your child's horrified of the Bergens, I wouldn't make them watch that. No, but I think they will grow to an age where they appreciate the Bergens. Interesting. I don't know. I watched Jurassic Park when yeah, I was I five. I like Jurassic Park like, too, but, like, but that doesn't mean every kid is going to. No, but I, I think that I would rather like show my kids movies like that than Trolls. And if they're scared of it, then they won't make them watch it again. Like You wouldn't make them watch it the first time. That's fine. How would they be scared of it well, if I mean, they haven't the watched it the first scene time? with the T-Rex, they're like, oh my God, this is horrifying. Oh, well, yeah, okay, then we're not, then off, we're not yeah. gonna finish it. Yeah, then yeah, obviously. We'll try this again in five years. But, like, okay. I'm more, I'm more likely to want to try to challenge my kids' boundaries with movies and music and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. We're approaching a. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. I don't. I don't feel I'm like I need to apologize, to apologize for that. No, but a lot of people are going to, and a lot of people have, and they're just like, oh yeah, everybody's all kids' movies all the time. Like that's fifty percent we review on this show is kids' movies. Barely review kids' movies. What was the last kids' movie we reviewed? 
uh, all of the Pixar movies, all Those of the MCU. For all ages. They're, uh, yeah. well, are they? Just because they're not exclusively for adults doesn't mean they're not for adults. I know, but like most of the movies I would choose to watch are that exclusively for adults. Kid, movies that are for all ages are kids movies. I'm just saying, like, that's, that's, that's what I, that's what I choose to watch. Like, that's my, that's my coup de gras. That's my thing. And that's, that's the thing that I don't feel like I've ever been able to express you on this show. express whatever you want. Without somebody coming for my throat, like. And that's fine. We do talk about Bigfoot. We talked about Interstellar. Uh, Venom doesn't have a plot uh <laughs> wow wow and i think we are about at the wrap-up point of the show we're at about 106 ish minutes which is about when okay. we start to wrap up do you have any final thoughts about the lego movie the second part lego movie 2 the second part not really i felt like this was an enjoyable trip to the movie i got to see this with my father-in-law we were the only two people in the theater uh he leaned over to me about 20 minutes into it and was like this movie sucks and then when we were leaving he was like i really enjoyed that i don't know if i'd see it again but i really enjoyed it i enjoyed this movie yeah, less than i, I would wanted agree to. with that i'll be i'll be straight up with you i enjoyed this movie less than i wanted to i wanted to come in to this episode all happy go lucky like oh my god they did it again it was everything is still I, yeah, awesome. I was i'm in the same boat as you and i felt like this is a rare, like, this this movie achieves something rare that i don't feel like we see enough of in that the third act was better than the first two and i I'm okay with it. I would agree with that. Um, I think they did the best third act they could. They they stuck themselves in a sticky situation with a very slow pace and a long first two acts. Long right, and a not so great villain, and the villain just kind of like being existence. Right, had weird time travel rules. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't I didn't love it as much as I wanted to. Like I don't know. It didn't. It wasn't bad by any means. It uh, you know I, I'm not gonna rush out to the theaters to go see it again. I likely won't see it again in no, theaters. I, think I, will um, I likely won't watch it again until I have a kid that's like, hey, I want to watch the second Lego movie, and I'm like, okay. we're gonna do that and then i'll think it's hilarious yeah but it's not like it's not something i'm gonna be like hey child you have to watch the second lego movie what's Come up on. kid lego time yeah right like that, that's one of those things that i'm sort of gonna let my future progeny come to right. on their own because like i don't think this is a you have to see it movie i really don't yeah I, I I, i'm to. in the same boat i feel like now circling back to it more than ever i feel you have to see the first one to appreciate yeah, the art style that they created to do this to appreciate how good of a story they can tell to appreciate right. playing with legos and the value of that i think the first one more than ever now is extremely important <laughs> the, the first one is the greatest i think the greatest example of physical comedy in an animated movie yeah i would agree with that like and 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 just like like pure like letting letting the movie be dictated by the comedic yeah. timing like it definitely feels like they wrote it and 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 recorded it before they shot it and that may be the case that may not but that's what it feels like is like they put the whole movie together and like okay cool we need to build a movie around this i don't know how it works with animation what do they do first <laughs> like I don't know every time i research an animated movie it <laughs> like, changes because like like you know you hear about robin williams recording the part of the genie and he had this whole table full of props and like they just kind of let him go and whatever he said was cool and if he didn't stay on script great they figured it out and then they they talked about like tom hanks and tim allen never met each other before they they recorded buzz and, and, buzz and uh, woody it's the same with and then and then monsters Inc came around and Billy Crystal and John Goodman were like in the same booth recording together and that was revolutionary. And so it's it's like every time that every time they talk about it the game changes. So I don't know how it works. I don't know how they do the voice acting. I'm not up to snuff on that. But the first one, like I said, it feels like they recorded the movie as like an audio drama and they were like, "Cool, we're just going to animate a Lego movie That's what around it seemed this." Like. What was I looking for a minute ago, Ethan? But this one almost kind of felt like they animated it first and then tried to force the the dialogue in there. 
You know, I don't I don't know if that was the problem. I don't know what the problem was. I don't know what the problem was. I I couldn't and that was the whole thing is like I got out of the movie and I'm like I'm going to have to put a quantifiable head on why this movie was not as good. And I don't know I how. Say, it's a zero. You don't have to go see it, but honestly, if you're not here for the Oscar hype, if you don't want to watch the Oscar films, this is not a bad way to spend 90 minutes at the theater. No, no. I would rather watch this than Venom. I would rather watch this than Deadpool 2. I'd rather watch this than Incredibles 2. I'd probably rather watch this than Transformers Ooh, 1. No, that's got um, a whole nostalgia factor for me. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just nailing down the list real quick of where we're going to Fortnite. But uh, this, this is not as no, good as Bumblebee. It's not as good. I don't think... Mm, actually, no, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm kind of stuck. This is better, better than, than Crimes of Grindelwald. Of Grindelwald. So when it comes to the movie ranking list, we did receive a listener survey. Uh, by the way, the listener survey is in the description of this episode. There are four major announcements in this episode, all in the description. Uh, oh, listener, yeah, listener survey, survey, somebody did request that we start from the bottom and work our way up. I think this is not a bad idea. For every movie, just the way we decide it, you start from the bottom and you say, is it better than Venom. Man, I'm going to have to actually keep up no, with making not, the list. Zach does it every week. Yes. He also, does it every if week? I pull it up in our Excel spreadsheet, I can just edit it while we do this. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just do that. Uh, so, <laughs> is it better than Venom? Is it better than Transformers yes. 1? Is it better than Crimes of Grindelwald? Yes. Is it better than National yes. Treasure? Ooh. Uh, I'm just going to overlay that clip of Emmett going, uh, from the first movie. We get into some um, really good ones after this. What are you I think, think I don't think I so. Don't, I don't know that I think so either. National Treasure has got this ability to be put on on TBS and for me to watch commercials. I will never stop. Yeah, I will never stop watching National Treasure. Is the thing like National Treasure is a non-optional movie listen, for my future. Listen child. to this gap after National Treasure. Above National Treasure okay. comes Ralph breaks the internet, which is. I think probably honestly in the same sort of vein, but a, I I honestly would probably put National Treasure above Ralph I Breaks really the Internet. I really enjoyed Ralph Breaks the Internet. I think time spent away from it has made me lukewarm to it in a way that I was hot when well, I got it. Well, here's the thing, though. No, no, no. Honestly, honestly, I I I feel like I was as as luke to it as I am now. And here's my problem, though, is I think I like the Lego Movie two better, but I don't like it better than National Treasure. <laughs> Bumblebee. What's above Ralph? Yeah, no, there's a yeah, huge no, not gap better than there. <laughs> yeah, and like and like Miracle, Princess all the Toy Story movies, all the Dark Knight movies, yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, no. Here's here's one Negative. thing I do want to reiterate right now, listener. The Dark Knight is number one on our ranking. The Dark Knight is the best movie to come out while you were alive. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm trying to think what contends. Yeah, Force like, Awakens like, like, is the like, only objectively, thing I can think that like, would come yeah. Close. I mean, there have definitely been movies that I like no, better, but than I mean, Dark like Knight. that is such a freaking good film. That was yeah, one of those yeah, ones. I watched I watched Hunt for the Wilder People the other night again for the second time. That movie slaps. That movie holds up. The Dark Knight was one of those movies where I watched it and I was like, as we were starting it, I was like, man, this movie is overrated. Then I watched the whole thing and I was like, this movie is underrated. Everyone needs to talk. That's about wild because I had like the the second it started, I was like, here we go. <laughs> the Dark Knight starting. <laughs> We're about to get that scene with Heath Ledger where he robs oh, the I bank. Know. God, it's so good. Uh, I would say below. Yeah, so I would say below um, National Treasure. I yeah, but uh, ooh, I just think it's better than Ralph. I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do. I think it's a better we're gonna, sequel. We're gonna sit on it for now. Below <laughs> National Treasure. Okay. I think it's definitely below National Treasure. Like I definitely think that. I forgot that we ranked National but Treasure below Ralph, and I could see why we did. That's a complicated question. There's a lot we of moving get, parts to that question. We do. Get, I mean, we have listeners who can always provide their input on the big list. Please provide your input <laughs> on the big list. Yeah. What? Well, there. What do you? Yeah. What do you got? I'm really curious to see what the listeners think about this because we've got no listener feedback. We've got no listener 
feedback so far. from the list except ever. Except for Casey Winters going, uh, except for Casey Winters going, yeah, it was <laughs> something. Which, by the way, exciting news. Lots of exciting news on Bacon and Eggs this week. Next week, Casey, Casey Winters from Casey Winters with Hello from Elsewhere will be on the show talking Lego Batman. Lego Batman. I'm excited to watch Lego this movie. Batman. I've never seen it. After that, we're doing a How Do You Take Your Eggs episode. That's a listener's choice animated edition. I'm not saying. I thought we were doing what? How to Train Your Dragon. I thought we were doing How there's to Train Your Dragon. Those, I, thought. I believe. Is so. there? I Either can't remember way. what order it goes. Either. I, I believe there's a week between those. If I'm mistaken, I'm mistaken. It's a whole month of animation here at Bacon and Egg. Kicking off this week, right? This is last week was Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Last week was Dark Knight Rises. This week is the Lego we movie. Next le- week is the Lego Batman. Last week off of recording. Uh-huh. It's a whole month of animation films here at Bacon and Egg. It is a How Do You Take Your Eggs listener's choice uh, animation edition. I'm not saying I have a favorite movie that you should pick, but if you don't pick the first Pokemon movie, I will actually cry. So there's going to be a poll... Like we did for uh, what ended up winning Princess Bride. There's going to be a poll in the Facebook group where you can submit any animated movie you want. And the most comments in support will be picked. The top four comments in support, like the top four with the most comments in support. So like if you, it'll be in the Facebook group. If you want to vote for it, just comment like yes or yas or this or this movie or like totally bro. Or comment the same thing. We're counting comments, <laughs> not likes. Yeah, or comment the same movie. Like, yep, The Princess Bride. Also, we're not doing it's The not Princess animated. Bride again. It's not animated. And, Sorry. and honestly, uh, we there are films we will veto in this category. Um, it has to be a major release film. It has to have been in theaters. So uh, th- right. there's some weird caveats to that. Like, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! The first movie qualifies. Uh, I think Ethan would probably veto it, but it qualifies. Uh, the Flashpoint Paradox? Does not. I, I don't, don't think, think it's going to win. Like, I don't think Yu-Gi-Oh is going to win. Like, I don't think I'll Especially, have to have that problem. Um, but like the Yu-Gi-Oh movie, the first Yu-Gi-Oh movie is so bad. It's not worth I mentioning. I loved it. I saw it in theater six times. I'm sure you did. But have you seen it <laughs> since? Because I have and it's uh, not what good. What movie are we reading right now? Lego movie. Do the second part. Zach's going to get an email and he's going to be like, oh, man, I tried to fix it for you, but you already did it. Man. <laughs> Zach's going to know what we ranked yeah. it before everybody else. Anyway, um, cool. Okay. That is everything. I think that's One everything. last piece of big news from Bacon and Eggs. We are also, as you heard at the beginning of this episode, this episode is brought to you by Love Your Melon. Love now, Your they're Melon. they're a charitable organization that sells beanies and other hats and scarves and stuff for the cold weather. But what really makes them special is that 50% of every dollar that they make goes towards pediatric cancer research. Ethan and I have partnered up with them. You can go to loveyourmelon.com and order any of their products, put in promo code at americarlin or at bacon and ethan at checkout to get free shipping. It makes no difference to us which one you use. Just make sure you use at americarlin. Just make sure you use at bacon and ethan. They're yes, our Instagram handles. Exactly as they appear on Instagram. Yeah, they got regular beanies on their heads, but I gotta love your Malone instead. Oh, uh, it's that um that dude that does the water Malone uh, vines. Anyway, uh, very exciting news. They've got a bunch of great products and there is not a positivity uh, or be positive beanie available. So definitely this is a great way to spread positivity and do something wonderful for children. Uh, this is a wonderful organization that we've partnered with. We're very excited about the uh, the deal we've worked out with them. Me so too. To, to recap awesome. exciting news from this week at Bacon and Eggs. Uh, this episode brought to you by Love Your Melon. Use codes at AmeriCarlin or at Bacon and Ethan at check out to get free shipping on any order uh additionally there is a new patreon structure launched today our discord server is just three dollars to enter a latte costs more than that this is a huge deal 
It does. I get them I also frequently. get them frequently. If this show means more to you than one latte in the morning, please consider joining our Discord server. It makes a huge difference in our lives. I am an expecting father. It really does make a difference. I just buy a lot of lattes, and I need your help. No, I'm kidding. Please join. Uh, the Discord server is a great time. Everybody has a lot of fun there. We I would have honestly, a lot of fun there. We're there we, all we the time really talking about it. It's like it gives it really light does. to my life. Uh, additionally, be positive. Our new clothing line is available. The link is in the description. We have some very cool designs. All graphics done for be positive as well as for bacon and eggs are done by Vaishon Brandon at Graphite Media at graphite.vmb on Instagram. Uh, be sure if you need anything, hit him up. He's a wonderful, wonderful resource that we are happy to to share. Seriously, yeah, the best very, guy Very, very easy to work with. Our music is done by Andrew Scott Bell. He is a student Oscar-winning composer. Uh, he has a wonderful beard and mustache. Uh, he's a very talented musician. If you need any composition work, I would definitely reach out to him as well. His information is in the description. Uh, you can reach Ethan and I on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram, I am at AmeriCarlin. Ethan is at Bacon and Ethan. On Twitter, I'm at AmeriCarlin. Ethan is at Wow Now, but the O's are zeros. Uh... You can also reach the show at Bacon and Eggs Pod, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, if you do want to reach out to us for any reason, please, please do so by DMing us on Twitter or Instagram. We, our DMs are always open. We don't always get back to everybody, but we, we do make our very best effort to do so. Man, you did that whole thing. <laughs> I know, I've so never weird. done that before. It's been like, I know, it's like, that's not really my, my burden to bear, yeah. my cross to bear. Anyway, thank you for listening to our episode on the Lego Movie 2, the second part. I've been Ethan Edgehill, he's been Tyler Carlin, and until next week, Arriba Dirty. Awesome!